0: From exploring the rich culture and history, to discussing the challenges and joys of immigrating to a new country, this podcast offers a thoughtful and engaging look at life in the Western Balkans.
1: This is the Balkan Adventures
0: podcast. Everyday life and experiences in the Western Balkans. Hi, it's me, David. I'm an Englishman in the Balkans, and this is the Balkan Adventures podcast. In this edition, I'm talking to a DJ from Luka, a club DJ, a young man who 15 years ago had a dream and today he lives his dream many young people in the Balkans say they haven't got a future they can't travel they can't reach their full potential everything is stacked against them maybe in some cases that is true but for mladen tomic from Luka in northern bosnia herzegovina he decided to take his dream and live it so here's me in conversation with mladen tomic in his studio on the outskirts of
1: Luka. It was, uh, I think, it was the, the, the big love and big passion to the music. I don't know, but uh, when I was young, in my uh, beginning of my high, uh, high school, uh, I spent a lot of time to listening the music, recording music, uh, collecting on the tapes, collecting it from the recording and collecting from the radio stations, and it was uh, it was uh, dance music of '90s, and uh, I really was in big love. to to that kind of music in that time. And uh, when I started to go out, well, yeah, it was in my high school, when I started to go out and visit in the clubs and discotheques, I spent a lot lot of time watching the other DJs or guys who played the music. Uh, There was not uh, a lot of turntables or professional equipment. Uh, in, the, in in that time uh, there was uh, tapes and the guys played the music from the tapes and my beginning also was play the music first from the tape and then from the CD so uh, I think it was really really big love and I don't know something attracted me in, in that dance music and uh, gave me a lot of energy to to focus on that uh, trying to to get more and more music uh, to have it for for the listening and everything i think i think it's a good answer i'm not sure (laughs) back
0: then i mean the country had just come out of war it was in a bit of a chaotic state and the last thing on anybody's mind was you know electronic music so it must have been quite a hard task to get the music that you wanted to play i mean there weren't too many djs in the area creating that sort of music
1: well definitely we were pioneers in in this kind of music in in our country in our city i think uh, first in our city and uh, then uh, in the whole country but uh, i don't know it was huge passion and we we started i remember when we started to buy the records we didn't have a lot of money blah blah, blah but we found a way to make money to organize a party, to present that kind of music to people in in, in that time. It was late 90s, yeah, late 90s, beginning, beginning of 2000s. And uh, somehow we started to make money and started to buy equipment, turntables, mixers, and records. At the end, it was very hard to buy records in this time. Live in Banja Luka or Bosnia and buy the records. It was nightmare. I can I can I can say that because we we used to travel and drive to Zagreb or Novi Sad or Belgrade to buy two records. I remember that I remember that time when Sinisa, my friend, and me we got a call from the guy from the shop in Novi Sad and he told us ah guys, uh, two records uh, you ordered had arrived we immediately go to the car or bus or I can't remember go to Novi Sad because we had a party that night we played in Sokolski just to have that that two records to play and yeah, uh, we didn't have a lot of... uh, people involved uh, in electronic music but uh, we had a couple of hundred people three, four, five hundred who started to follow us and our music and everything so I think it was, it was a good, good start but it was not easy
0: I remember seeing you many, many years ago um, at, 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 at club nights when I was a lot younger than I am now <laughs> Me too <laughs> and, and thinking back then I, I couldn't really understand how um, a, a musical culture that I'd, I'd arrived here in Bosnia-Herzegovina to realise it was what I think they called it turbo folk at the time. And going to clubs where there was this very westernised, very disciplined, um, creative mixing of music by DJs that were spending so much effort and so much concentration... And I remember remember thinking how can this ever take off you used to stand there as you say and watch these DJs did you ever think that it would take off in the region
1: Well I'm not sure did I did I clearly, clearly understood you uh did I did I, did I think uh, that that this music would actually take root and start to grow in yeah, the region Yeah well yeah definitely I I I believe in that I did believe in that because uh uh, as you said, uh, except of me and my friends in there were in that time uh, a couple of other guys in Banaluka who also did a good, good, uh, good job. Uh, brought some DJs here to play to to show the people uh, what is this and uh, some DJ skills and new music and uh, yeah, and uh, all of us I think we we, we did uh, believe in that music and everything. So uh, now, after 15 or more years after that, I think uh, uh, I can say that I was, I was right. I was on, 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 on good direction.
0: 15 years later?
1: Yeah, 15 years later.
0: You are now playing in countries such as Canada, Mexico. Uh, you're flying around the world um, having what some people would say an absolute jet set lifestyle, um, how how hard has it been for you this last fifteen years to get where you are today, with your music being played on BBC Radio One across the whole of the United Kingdom, across Europe? It's been it, has it been an easy journey for you?
1: Well, uh, yes, as you say, I play now or the Europe, uh, America, North America, Central, South America. I never visited Asia yet, but uh, I have some options for India, for Japan, so we'll see. And I'm very happy because of that. But that, uh, it was definitely not easy. When I go back, uh, we started now to to speak about uh, beginning, about beginning, yes. It was not easy. It was in the beginning, it was only focused to the promote promo, uh, promotion of uh, this kind of music here in Bani Luka. This was our our my beginning. Uh and it was not easy definitely because uh, we had to uh, organize party, pay everything, uh, pay uh, DJs international international DJs come here and it was very stressy and uh, we had to work a lot on it and then when we yeah got some recognizing uh, from the people and when we got the support from the people who listen listen to electronic music we started to get some uh, uh, requests from other cities first in Bosnia and then some uh, other requests from neighbor countries, Serbia, Croatia, Slovenia, blah, blah. It was also very hard to to go there in the beginning because uh, I need a visa. And uh, if I want to go to play in Slovenia, it was a very, very heavy and very painful process to get a visa to travel there. And some pro- promoters from uh, Slovenia, the beginning or some other countries where I need a visa to travel was uh, uh, gave up sometimes when uh, I say to the promoters that I need a visa and he need to send me some uh, guarantee letter invitation letter blah 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 a lot of papers and they just gave up so in the in, in just in the in the beginning that was a big problem because I uh, couldn't travel normally. As all normal people can travel in Europe, in the world. So, that was one of the big problems. And then after, but, I don't know, somehow, we I solved it, always uh, spent a lot of time, uh, on, work on that, and uh, and uh, I think it was a very very uh, important thing in, in this uh, way, to success that energy and passion and the uh, uh, yeah energy and passion and love for the music and then after that after that first steps uh, I started to produce because uh, I realized that uh, the only only thing to get more international uh, recognition let, yeah, let's say like recognition or something like this it's to produce my own music and I started to produce some music, started to buy some equipment, blah, blah, blah. And 2009, it was uh, my first big track released on Definitive Recordings, label of uh, legendary Jonah Koviva. Uh, well, I started to release 2006, but uh, my first tracks was not so successful. It was okay, released on vinyls and everything. It was a huge success. But... My first big hit, I can say. Big hit was in 2009 when uh, a lot of uh, big names played that track uh, Before Sunset, because the name is the name. And then I started to get some serious requests from uh, for the bigger festivals, bigger clubs all around the world. But it now it, it sounds uh, like very... I don't know very simple but wasn't very simple i spent hours and hours in the studio working on the music on my sound and everything and then sent demos to the other guys to big labels who some sometimes never listen that demo because they are receiving hundreds daily but now i'm here where i am i'm very happy and yeah but I, i'm not uh, I'm not sorry because of everything that I've done the last 15 years.
0: We're sat in your studio um, on the outskirts of of Banyoluka. It's small, it's compact, and you can see it's an environment where you can get very creative. In the creative process, there's always time when you pause and you reflect. Do you ever think sometimes when you're sat in this room making this music that you now know is going to be accepted, do you ever think about, wow, I'm, a, I'm just a boy from Banja and look what I've achieved?
1: Well, uh, I'm not sure that I think on, on, on that way. Actually, I live my dream. I'm living my dream. I can say that because uh, I uh, live from this uh, job. I do only that. I'm, focused, I'm focusing only on the music and producing music, uh, on my sets, on my gigs all around and uh, for me it's a huge success that i can live of this of this uh, of this work but i think i'm 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 a very normal guy from Luka. i have friends here i live here and uh, i'm uh, i'm i'm on the ground i can, I can say so <laughs> i don't know uh, what other people say but uh, i think i'm very just a regular normal guy
0: We were having coffee before we started this interview and you said, no matter where you are in the world and you've seen other cultures and you've seen the way other people live, you still really like coming home.
1: Yeah, that's the, of course, because uh, I have family, I have uh, a wife, I have a kid. I have a lot of friends here, my very close friends and uh, family and it's always nice to be back because of those people for me so the other thing is uh, uh, that uh, always uh, pretty negative political and economic situation in the city and in the country or in the region I can say Uh, it's always uh, uh, I always have some feeling somewhere in the head why why it has to be like this, why it's not like in the other normal countries in the Europe or in the world where I travel and where, where I uh, also meet a lot of people, present my music, present me, and where I uh, can uh, learn a lot. I think I learned a lot from all this traveling abroad.
0: I meet so many young people uh, in, in the country, but particularly. Luka and I say go for your dream and they say they say to me David don't be silly it's impossible to get my dream but Mladen you said when we started this that you live your dream so how is it that you can live your dream when so many people say I can't live my dream
1: well it's 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 beautiful feeling it's amazing because I can work what I like I can be focused uh, on that what I like and uh, what I uh, did last more than 15 years. So this is very important to 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 I don't know to have a opportunity to live on 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 this way. So work what you live, make money from what you from what you what you like and from what you enjoy is very very important. So, but as I said, it was it was it was not easy. Some sometimes it's not easy now. I have a lot of problems, a lot of uh, uh, situations where I have to be very strong, think strong, uh, making decisions. Uh, uh, I don't know, but uh, it's just part of the game. Also for also traveling, it's not always easy. Uh, especially from Banja Luka, where we have small airport with a uh, very pure uh, connection to Belgrade, and not every day. So I have always to travel to neighbor countries to, to travel, for example, blah, blah, blah. But I still enjoy, and I think I will enjoy in the future, definitely.
0: The future, great word. Yeah. What is the future? From Latin Thomas?
1: Well, the future for me is uh, when we talk about uh, work. It's to continue work, this job, which I really like and really enjoy in it. Uh, to continue to work it, I don't know, until I'm old and I cannot do it anymore. <laughs> for example, next 15 years, for example, why not? And uh, yeah, to be involved in music somehow, like a DJ or producer or something like this to uh, visit more countries in the world to play and uh, to play on the on the bigger on the big and the biggest festivals in the world and uh, the biggest clubs where I uh, still didn't play something like this and I don't know make more, more music, release on, the, released on the bigger labels. And I, I really have uh, that uh, long-term long plan that we talked about. So it's very important, I think, for every business, for every, 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 every job.
0: And finally, when you play, whether it's here in Banja Luka or elsewhere, in Bosnia, Herzegovina, Croatia, Serbia, Montenegro... In those crowds, there might be one or two young people looking at you, wanting to be you in the future. I asked you earlier, before we started the interview, what it's been like meeting any of your heroes when you were that young person in the crowd. What did it feel like the first time you actually got close to your heroes?
1: Well, uh First, I will say that I, I don't feel like some superstar. Well, I, I don't know what other people think, but uh, I really feel like normal and uh, guy uh, who will always uh, talk with everybody and uh, try to help everybody when I can, of course. And uh, uh, my heroes, I well, I really don't have a really some kind of idols of heroes. I have uh, people, DJs or producers, big names who I respect more than others. Let's say, like, like this. For example, Richie Houghton or Dubfire or I don't know. I had a chance to to meet uh, Dubfire personally a couple of times because we are in contact on Skype uh, regularly on, on, I don't know, weekly base or something like this. I always send him my music. We For the first time we met in Miami two or three years ago, I'm not sure, when I played on his uh, Cytex showcase in Miami Winter Music Conference. And we we had uh, dinner together, and spent two, three hours together. We talked about everything, blah, blah, blah. It was a very nice experience to meet that uh, big star. He's a, he's a star. We can say that he's a star, big star, world star. And also we met on the Exit Festival two years ago. Also spent some time dinner. And uh, yes, also I met Richie Houghton, but it was just for the short. But it was also very nice. So I met a lot of other big names, big guys. I met and Carl Cox. Uh, I don't pop uh, It's, well, it's pretty hard. Yeah, I played and met Sven Vett also, but uh, uh, I just uh, focused on that couple of names, which are in my music style and my some of my favourites.
0: What is the biggest festival that you really would like to play at? If I was to say, hey, here's the money, here's the plane ticket, here's the invite to go anywhere where would it be
1: well let's say Time Warp Time Warp is for me very very big very nice with amazing lineup every year in Germany or other 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 countries but let's say Time Warp or or some festivals in, uh, in Argentina in Brazil but OK, yeah, there are a lot of festivals where I w- would like to play, but let's say Time, time Warp. You know.
0: Mladen, thank you so much for giving me the time today. I know you're very, very, very busy. Thanks a lot and just keep doing what you're doing.
1: Yeah, thank you for, for, uh, for your time, for invite me to speak with you. I really respect that and uh, yeah, see you next time.
0: To find out more about us and where we live, why not check out our blog at anenglishmaninthebalkans.com. See you next time. So that's it for this episode. Our podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. And if you like this podcast, then please do leave us a review or send us an email. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you would like to support us and the production of future episodes, then please consider maybe giving us a tip or becoming a member of our podcast family. The link to do that is in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really do appreciate it. To find out more about us and where we live, why not check out our blog at anenglishmaninthebalkans.com.